Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Mom Chronicles podcast. We have yet another guest with us today that we are super excited to have a conversation with. It's Michelle Buchanan and we're super excited. She's going to give just some great tips around motherhood and her journey of motherhood and walking in your purpose as well. And so stay tuned and I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say today. So we get it, right? As creatives, we oftentimes have to do everything ourselves, especially when we're first starting out. Um, We end up being the videographer, the photographer, the content creator, admin, etc. But with Be Influenced Media, we no longer have to worry about handling our content creation, right? So Be Influenced Media helps with our video content creation and photography, and they offer other services as well. In fact, if you've seen our Instagram and seen some of the pictures that we have on there or the videos that we have, that's all from Be Influenced Media and you know it's top notch, right? So for your video, photography, and content creation needs, visit b.influencemedia on Instagram to see their work because that's important. And from there, you can inquire about their services. Hey guys, so we're here with Michelle Buchanan today, and um, we're super excited. I'm excited to get this day started. First of all, can we take a second to look at this gorgeous background that we have, right? This is Michelle's backyard, and it's fabulous, so we couldn't have picked like a better background, better scenery. I'm just loving it. I'm loving it. Um, So we're going to go ahead and kick off, and as always, when we interview guests, um, you'll hear less of us. And more of our guests because that's what it's all about, right? Um, so let's let's go ahead and get started, Michelle. Tell us um, a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, I guess I'll start with I am probably on the the older side of mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my son when I was forty one years old. Okay. Um, and I actually um, had him late because I had a husband, my first husband was killed in a car accident Mm -hmm. and I did not end up getting married um, for about five years later and then it was another five or six years before I even decided that I really wanted to have a child. Mm -hmm. Um, So I grew up in Texas and I grew up with a family that was um, constantly moving because of the oil and gas business. Mm -hmm. So I lived in Houston, East Texas, Austin, um, and I think that's probably what, actually at the time it was, I thought it was really difficult, but it's probably one of the things that's helped me um, in my life now because mm-hmm. it was never consistent. Mm-hmm. I did not grow up and from a K through 12. I had to make new friends probably every other year. Wow. Um, and so it really helped me become very independent Mm. um, instead of sort of relying on my family or Mm -hmm. someone else to start conversations or do things for me. Right. Interesting. That's very interesting. I know we had an interview with another guest, if y'all haven't listened to our episode with Iris, and she had kind of a similar background where, you know, she changed schools quite a bit, and so it's just interesting you know, to hear how we think we're so different, but we're alike. (laughs) You know, and I would also say that, like, um, I did. I had a great childhood, but I also observed lots. So mm. I didn't grow up in a bubble or protection. I watched my mom go through bad relationships, and um, one of the things that I said from that was until she actually found my stepdad and was married for fifty years. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I really settled with me is. 
the fact that I never, I should never rely on anyone else, mm. right? And so independence was is probably my main theme <laughs> for this and life is yeah. the fact that um, I I never want to get in a situation where I have to depend on a man, a family member, yeah. a child, that's good, etc. So. Mm-hmm. Big lesson for me is you just got to do it yourself. You just got to do it. Yes. You do it yourself. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what, what, what inspires you or, or make you feel like your best self? Honestly, um, I know this may be a little cliche, mm-hmm. but people. And mm-hmm. I, I say people not just because I automatically love everyone (laughs) like you should but I really do enjoy listening to their stories you know Mm. behind every person there's a story story. Mm -hmm. and so I think as you listen to that and you hear going back to your point Mm -hmm. earlier like you we aren't all so different right you know right we all do have some struggle or success that you know, we all ultimately are thinking the same things. We're mm-hmm. going through the same experiences. So right. I just love, people inspire me. And I think yes. over the last year and a half with COVID, you don't realize how much you actually miss that. Right. Until it's not there. And you get back into the world and you see, and you're like, wow, it's been a long time since I've been able to talk to someone. Right. Yeah. Right. That is In the truth. In person. <laughs> or you can do yeah. only so many Zoom meetings and phone calls. And you're like, you know what? I don't even remember what it's like to put on pants anymore because I've just been wearing like a professional top in my Zoom. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and I'll tell you a great Zoom story the other day because this is probably my life. Um, I was upstairs and I was on a Zoom with a client. (laughs) And first of all, I was sitting there for 15 minutes because I didn't sign on to the right Zoom link, right? And so, but when I get on and my assistant is telling me, Michelle, she's texting saying she's been sitting here waiting for you. So we're both on different ones. And so I'm already frazzled when I get up there and I'm sitting there. I was like, I am so sorry. And she was like, no big deal. Well, about 15 minutes into the conversation, um, I'm hearing water outside from this pool, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, my dog. I have a bulldog. <laughs> my bulldog had pulled out my Polaris outside of the pool oh. and was eating it, oh. and I'm on the phone listening to this, saying, thinking, if I don't get down there, then I'm not going to have a Polaris left. So I literally had to put the person on a blackout and say, can you excuse me for one minute? I ran downstairs. I pushed my dog over. I got the players. I was soaking wet. I had to go to the side of the pool. I ran back upstairs and I sat down. I was like, okay. And literally I was wet from here down. And I looked on the video and my hair was everywhere. And I just said, and what were you saying? good description of my yeah. life, right? It's Literally. not always as it appears from yes. the inside, and yes. that's a good lesson for me. It's like, everybody always seems so put together, but I'm thinking, hmm, there's, there's always behind the scenes. There's like, always behind the scenes. Yes, so that always. So this next question. Yes. So you have a, a morning routine, yes. or just a routine in general? Yes. Say. 
my morning is my most sacred time. Mm. So I get up usually between 5.30 and 6 and I come out here. Mm. And actually, you mentioned the backyard. I specifically bought this house five years ago because of the backyard. I yes. like, I don't care I what is inside. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yes. yes. And this, I come out here, I drink a cup of coffee. I, I actually do a little bit of meditation. Okay. I read verses to inspire me and to get me grounded um, for about 30 minutes and then all chaos <laughs> so from there <laughs> from yes. there it is about you know I like to but try to get sick on a day at that yes point. Well, so until I do drop off then I need to like start over again we had to get I let my kid eat in my car and going to school because it's like a 20, 25 minute drive, which is probably not what I should do and not what a lot of, a lot of people say, oh my gosh, that's not good, Michelle. And I'm like, well, you have to do what you gotta you do. Do what right? you gotta do, yes. And so today's honey bun went right in the middle of my carpet with the blaze oh. all over. <laughs> and that's how we drive to school, yeah. arguing about why can't you watch where you put your stuff? And then, okay, good, have a good day. Yeah. Uh, and then you get out and breathe a little bit more. So yes. that's my routine. My blood pressure is up by eight o'clock. Yes, she it's the a, blood flowing. I think it's she has a son, so I think yes. it's different with boys versus girls. Yes. And you said the mass and everything. I think girls are a little bit more neater. I don't know because well, I'm the only them to my daughter. She's yes. Like, everything was in place. Everything's yes. in order. She did. She did make a mess. Then I have. Nephews, they're completely opposite. Yes, Cannon's the oh, complete yeah. opposite. Yeah. He's probably like your he he. Cannon would have picked the honey bun up and just kept eating it. Did your son oh, yeah, pick it no. up and kept eating oh, it? No. Okay, he yeah, was my. like, it. I said, Colton, you have to watch where you pick things. Well, it's your fault because you <laughs> uh, you raised me to eat in the car. <laughs> so I was said. Okay, well, we got to make some changes January 1st. We're going to change our lifestyle. And I will admit, like, it's, I'm a mom that had to do everything. And actually, this is a negative for me now that I'm finding this out. I think a lot of us that grew up and we did have to work and we had to do everything for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I was taking care of my brothers who, when I was five, wow. you know, and they were four and, like, too. Wow. And so, and I think of this and I think, okay, I want my kid to have the life that I always really wanted. And that yeah. was enjoy school, be involved in things. I'm going to be the mom that's going to drive you everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let you just enjoy being a kid. We're going to yes. have all of your friends over here. And now as he gets to be a teenager, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> okay. I got to start doing some things because I don't want him to grow up to be the man that is basically going well it's your the woman's job to do the dishes oh yeah or whatever, that's you know? true that's so true so i do think you learn that in yeah. life and yeah probably girls are more responsible mm. so yeah but okay. i will so. say one other thing about having a boy though god knew i needed a boy because i can't really do hair <laughs> Same. It's great. Same. It's great. We go to school with our hair all over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank goodness. Right. And it's like, okay because he's a boy. Exactly. <laughs> and now go, don't you think you want it? Like, don't you think you should come that a little bit? Why? <laughs> like, okay. I'm not trying to please anyone. She's the yeah. same way. She's like, God knew what he was doing. Yes. <laughs> thank God I have a little boy because. 
If I had a girl, I don't know what I would do. Well, you said if I had a girl, you would comb her hair every day. I don't know how that would have worked with me living out of state. Girls are the best. (laughs) They are. You get what you need at the time that you're having it, right? Yes. I mean, I do think girls probably sit longer. Colton never sat still. (laughs) Girls probably don't eat as much. Oh my gosh, this kid. I can't, my grocery bill is like doubled in the last year. Uh, he's growing. Yeah. Nice. Goodness. Yeah, so. Brooke still had the same appetite this year when she was probably three. Oh, yeah. I hope that's yeah, she's not 21 the case. now. No, literally, she's, she, she's a bird eater. Mm. Well, I hope my kid doesn't have the same appetite when he's like, He's a boy. He's growing. going to have issues. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so let's see. I had more questions here. Go ahead. Okay, maybe we, I'll ask, what does being a mom mean to you? That's... Um, I, you know, the, I thought about this for a while, and what does it mean? Um, to me, like, if you had to sum it up in one word, responsibility. Okay. You know, at first, when, first of all, I will say, I did not grow up wanting to be a mom. Mm. I was not that female that like looked at babies and said this is my life yeah. I played with trucks <laughs> I played with stuffed animals there were no dolls in my mm-hmm. house um, so being a mom was something that I totally did not want and actually story back to my first husband um, I had gone through he was killed in an 18 wheeler accident and there was another lady that I connected with she lost her husband and three kids Ooh. in an 18 wheeler accident at the same time that my husband had died. Mm. And I remember she honestly is the reason that I am a mom because we were driving in one day and I was on the phone with her every morning we talked and she told me she wanted to get pregnant again. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of hit me. I thought if she actually wants to have kids after going through the trauma of losing three and she Mm -hmm. was in the car with them there's got to be some kind of incredible experience Mm -hmm. that I can't miss and she actually is the one when that sort of changed my thinking Mm -hmm. Um, and so now that I have him it's become responsibility to number one just keep them alive for the first year. <laughs> Seriously. I have a big responsibility to say I cannot like harm this child or like do anything that's going to kill him. Yeah. Um, and now it's the responsibility of making sure that he's a productive citizen. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not about even my possession, which is a lot what I would what I wanted. This is my possession, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're a, they're they're human beings that I feel like it's our responsibility as moms to make sure that they're ready for the world and to contribute back. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's good. Um. Okay. Perfect. What inspires you or makes you feel like your best self? Um, exercise. Mm. <laughs> you know, and I'm not an Olympic runner or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, um, but I, and exercise to me, just getting in at least 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I used to run a lot before I had Colton. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have time. I used to beat myself up about it, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think for me, exercise isn't about 
having that swimsuit body that you mm. want when you're 20, but it is all about your health mental. and mental. Yeah. Um, and so that that really does. And now I had that I have a child that is into athletics and mm-hmm. training. He is an inspiration to me mm. because I had a child that did not do any physical activity like he would ask me if to play a sport well do I have to run and and then you go like I don't want to do that right and so he changed on like one year he went from that mindset to this avid basketball training Mm. six to eight hours a day last summer yeah and I look at him and when I take him to training I'm like Oh my gosh, if you can go through what you go through, yeah. I have got to go and walk. Yeah, so, that's, that's right. good. It, because it, it does. I think exercise is so critical. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Peloton now, mm-hmm. and I think what's really interesting about some of the, the instructors that are on there, they pretty much all to a T will say, you got out here, you're on the bike, or you're on the app, and you need to take the next 20 to 30 minutes and only focus on your time mm, doing this. That's good. And we don't do that as moms. Mm-mm, it's always so about somebody else. It it's is. It's about our kids. It's about mm-hmm. our parents. It's about our partners. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's never like your time. Nope. That's right. And so having a moment to say, I'm going to exercise and that's my time, mm-hmm. that's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm the same way. I have to get in that 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Right. She feels so much better. Like, it's like, okay, I can take on a day now. Right. Yeah, for I sure. I invest in one of those bikes. <laughs> a Peloton. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was, the, it was great. Yeah. And the thing is important, I think, for moms, uh, you know, before I became a mom, I had a couple of hours that mm-hmm. I could go and I could, like, work out and get mm-hmm. everything in. But you don't have that luxury Mm-mm. anymore. So you have to figure out like how to set some goals without it all being at the same time. Because if you can't do two hours, then you for, you just say, okay, well, I'll do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, do 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Do another 15 minutes somewhere else. Yeah. Right. You know, do whatever you need to do in blocks. Right. And Start don't beat small. yourself right. up about it. You can't beat yourself up Right. Start the small, small goals, then work your way. It's, you know, the hard part is just starting. So once you start, mm-hmm. even if it's something small, something realistic, right? just do it. Right. right. And set realistic goals. I mean, I yeah. think, you know, after turning 50 mm-hmm. and your body begins to shift and then all yeah. of a sudden one day it looks one thing and then the next day it looks another, you're like, yeah, I just had to release it. Yeah. I just That's had true. to release it yeah. and say, it is what it is, and as long as I'm healthy, that's what's important. Because we need to be healthy to take care of kids. Right. That's good. Kids I like what teenagers. you just said. Yeah. You just, let's sit on that for a second. You know, I like to sit on stuff. Um, you just said something that I think a lot of moms need to hear, which was, you know, when you turn a certain age, you can't, like, yeah, you can work out, but you're like, I don't look the way that I looked when I was, yeah. you know, 40 or 30. So, so what do you think helped you? Like, I'm just, you said you're going to release it. Like, it just is what it is. I'm going to do what I can. But what helped you, like, shift from, I want to control it to, I'm just going to release it and it just is what it is. And I'm going to do my part and the rest will kind of follow.
Me and Cannon have thick and curly hair, so finding the right hair product has always been a struggle. That was until we started using CYK Essentials hair oil. Before using CYK Essentials, I would spend a lot of time and money on products that worked for like a short amount of time, and then they just simply weren't effective anymore. So with CYK Essentials hair oil, I don't have to worry about us having itchy scalps, uh, dry hair, or leaving a greasy residue on our pillows. So for more information or to purchase, be sure to visit CYKEssentials.com. Okay, you're going to laugh at me, but this is the truth. Yeah. Menopause. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I think that this is a big issue mm-hmm. that women do not realize mm-hmm. that menopause is a thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it impacts women from 40 to 60 in different ways for different lengths of time mm-hmm. and I think that no one like my mom never talked to me about anything personal mm-hmm. we didn't have discussions about where she was in her life but now that I'm looking back I look at the times that she just cried all the time or she was anxious mm-hmm. and honestly I feel like I went through about a year and a half of that mm-hmm. and it was I was miserable mm-hmm. and it, but all of a sudden like it all balances out and I think age and just getting to a point of confidence and security and going through that yeah that I just I release I'm a very high-strung calendar driven person like if you ask anybody probably time management is one of the things that's at the top of my list of mm-hmm. attributes right. but I had to learn really quickly that we do not control Mm-mm. everything in life, Mm-mm. right? Yeah. And when you can figure out that it's okay mm-hmm. that you don't have to control yeah. and release those things that you are okay with, yeah. then, you know, like one of the things that I was thinking of here is um, sort of what are the non-negotiables in your life, yeah. right? Oh, Which, was my next question. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Which fits into releasing. Right. 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 Because I say every year there's probably a different Mm non-negotiable for you, depending on what you're going through in life. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to like you have to figure out what that is. Mm -hmm. For me, this year and probably for the next two years, Mm -hmm. and has been since Colton was born, my non-negotiable is I am not gonna miss a performance, Mm -hmm. a game. I'm not going to, I'm going to be there for everything. Mm -hmm. And I have told the people that I work with, look, I will do whatever we need to do, but here's the schedule. Don't schedule me anything Mm -hmm. during these times. So my non-negotiable is that the rest of the stuff, it's not going to be perfect and Mm -hmm. that's okay. So you, you have to be okay to let go. Believe me, it will get done. It will get done. And, and, more times than others, it's like it happens better than you actually planned. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I at work, so I am a partner at a, in a national fundraising consulting firm, mm-hmm. and I have always been that person that sort of want to control the, all of the product. Mm-hmm. Um, I've found that when I've gotten to the point, and I tell one of the, my other partners who is about ten years younger than me, and I tell her all the time, I say. You need to 
learn to be okay that it's not going to be exactly your way mm. but it's still going to be a good way and you might even learn from it yeah that's right. right and since i have done that honestly my life has been so much better yeah. so you got to get through a little bit of learning in life that's and right. age yeah. a little bit of whatever goes on in your body hormonal wise <laughs> experience to just be able to say it's okay yeah that's i right. think the 50s are the honestly the best years for anybody that's <laughs> nervous about turning 50 50 51 is a little bit of a struggle but after that i think these are fabulous years mm. yeah i'm looking forward to it some people are like oh no yeah like 50 mm, i'm ready to I'm, i embrace it like exactly wiser and stronger like right I'm i read something that women in their 50s when you turn 50 you are the most confident because honestly you really don't care anymore mm. what people think <laughs> yeah right or I'm saying. Point now really <laughs> yeah. yes yes that's funny because you have to let go like uh like again like Right. You can't control everything. Right. Yes. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize that there are so many things that people do. Like, sometimes I look around and I'm like, this neighborhood. Like, mm -hmm. all of these people are fabulous, gorgeous in here. And I sometimes I walk around and I go, goodness gracious, I got to wear my swimsuit cover up, right, <laughs> for the rest of my life. But then I'm like, you know what? There's something going on where everything can't be that perfect. Right. right. So, I mean, I think that's the, the key. Yeah, right. That's the key. You also got to remember people are always like, you never know their story. Like right. Story. Right. So, right. I mean, there's always behind the scenes. So, that, that's just the picture they want you to see. Right. It's like highlight reels of their life. Like, you're going to only see the good stuff. You're not going to see, like, the, the dirty behind the scenes. Right. So, right. It's the highlight reel. You see the yeah. highlight reel. Well, which does lead me to think and to say that I think that part of our issue is way too much social media, mm -hmm. right? I agree. And so mm -hmm. Facebook, I think people, when you fall into depression, mm -hmm. a lot of people are, look at every, all of the posts on Facebook That's and they're like, wow, I, they're doing so many things that are more exciting than yeah. me. Or and then you find it out to be that they are. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's not, that's not the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're posting only the like again the highlights yeah the happy moments the um right. I mean, you can pick and choose what you put on there and of course no one's going to put like the sad, sad stuff yeah right yeah so again it's you know you have to be mindful of what you're watching every day and what you're feeding them on exactly right yeah, exactly. right absolutely social media could be the devil it's a gift and a curse yeah, yeah. right it is so, it is for sure oh. so let's see i have my questions here <laughs> What piece of advice would you give to a mom? Like, um, I probably the best advice that I can give is honestly, mm -hmm. there's nothing better than mother's instinct. Mm. Okay, that's so true. Because I think I read, I talked to people, and in reality, people don't always tell you again what the truth is mm -hmm. right and so I think I was sharing at one point about sleeping kids sleeping in bed mm -hmm. I mean my child was in bed with me on day two because I realized that if he wasn't I, he, I would never sleep again in my life mm -hmm. um, and so I would ask my friends so how long did they sleep with you and blah 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 
Well, I really never got the right, real story because mm-hmm. like, I would find out, like, they'd tell me, oh, never. This is a perfect sleeper. They go to bed at 8 mm-hmm. o'clock. They wake up at 10 o'clock. Well, then I always found out that they've left out. Well, they're in my room two and three times a night. Mm-hmm. I have to go get them up, whatever. So yeah. I would say you, we have to do as moms whatever we feel is right for our environment and our situation. Yeah. And, and honestly, they're very um, resilient. Mm-hmm. Kids are resilient. Babies are resilient. So there's nothing that you can do mm-hmm. unless you're, like, physically abusive to them yeah. that will hurt them. Yeah. So you feel the mother instincts. Do you feel that everyone has that mother Yes. Instinct? Like I told you, when I, when I really, I honestly, even when I got pregnant, even though I was like, wow, motherhood. But when I got pregnant, I was not excited, okay? okay? And I, I never got excited until, I, actually, the day that I had him, I was thinking, holy cow, what am I going to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it wasn't until, like, you hold him, mm-hmm. and truthfully, it just sort of all kicked in. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like that thing that people say that you look at your baby and you're like... I feel the same way. Yes. I not, yeah. God made yeah. us this way yeah. to have motherly instinct of what you need to do to keep them moving and to give them the advice, etc. Right. Now, the only other thing that I would say is there are things that you do need to know, like uh, Myla Klein. <laughs> That's to, so that they don't have gas to oh, keep you yes, up all night, yes, right? Yes. That was the best advice that someone gave me at the yes, beginning. Is yes. Get some mylagon. Um, yes. Because so they the, will have gas. <laughs> well, and there are little like tricks and tips, yeah. right? But in terms of mother's instinct, I think we do have it. Yes. I'd agree with no that. No one knows your kid better than you. And, and the mom. I honestly, I, I remember going out of town for work and coming back and my husband and um, my kid would be there and like have asthma and my husband's like oh he's okay and I was like not really like <laughs> <laughs> he can't really breathe and uh, then you take him to the doctor and of course yeah. they're in full-blown asthma yeah and um, no one knows your kid better That's than true. the mom because yeah. I read every motherhood book I could possibly read during my pregnancy yeah so yeah and it helps to give you a little bit but yeah. it Nothing like, like experience. It's, it's nothing like the experience. Yeah. Right. A lot of that stuff just really went out the window. It just, again, it just kicks in. Like, yeah. Right. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it also, it's, that, this explains why kids of diff, like, bigger, Colton is an only child. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he was raised a certain way. But I think if I had another one, I definitely wouldn't have be so hawkish over him. Mm-hmm. They definitely would be treated. They definitely would be given more leeway. You know, so I think it is true what people say yeah. about one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the only child gives worst. Like, <laughs> the worst and the best. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. and the best. I only have one as well. I have one son, so. (laughs) Well, but see, and it's harder as a mom to have one because Mm -hmm. then you have to figure out things for them to do when Mm -hmm. they're little. They don't have a brother or sister that is there playing games. Yes. Cannon will play by himself with his Legos for a little bit. Right. And then a couple hours, he's like, Mom, you know, he's finding something to do. But then you can't let it get too quiet because they could be 
right. doing something bad. Right. So it's like right. a valid. Right, right. right. <laughs> That's so true, right? Yes. <clears throat> it's a joy, though. It you know, really there's is. nothing better. There, there's nev- There's not been anything in my life more fulfilling than being a mom and being a working mom. Mm. And, you know, I think actually what COVID has brought us before we had COVID, of course, there was so much discussion about working moms and work-life mm-hmm. balance and how do you do both and how are you successful? And the reality is that once we've been through this experience, I mean, it, work-life balance really isn't even a phrase to me. It, yeah. There's something else I heard that work-life integration. Mm, and I'm like, I like that. That's what we do, mm-hmm. right? Because if you want to be successful mm-hmm. and you want to have a family, you can't separate the two. That's true. And they become. My son listens to my conference calls. He's part of my world mm-hmm. with my with my work, yeah. which is helpful to him. Yeah. But it it's you've got to do that or you won't you will never succeed. That's and true. I like it's that. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Work-life integration. That makes sense, though. Yeah, instead of balance. <laughs> well, and you can't, you can't, like, you can't be happy mm-hmm. and successful until you figure out a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. Good example, and one of the things that I always tell my friends, that um, being present with your kids mm-hmm. And just being, because, like, you're a stay-at-home mom and you're just trying to survive the day, I would I would encourage people not to feel guilty because they want to work, right? Mm-hmm. Because I honestly believe that you can give your child more mm-hmm. if you know that you have scheduled time that you're going to be present with mm-hmm. them. It's different than being with them all day yeah. and sort of running scurriedly. And so I think that moms should never feel guilty. Mm-hmm. They should embrace the time and really block the time to be with their kids mm-hmm. when they have that time away. That's good. Yeah, because some moms may feel guilty about, do I want to be stay at home? Do I want to go back into the workforce? That was me. And so finally then I made the decision to <laughs> go back to work and yeah. I mean it, it literally is I say there's no such thing as work-life balance I think it is more of an integration like my work kind of weaves in with my life like right. with Canon and with he knows everybody I work with so right. <laughs> well and that's I think you know you said sort of real life to do's and sort of what's the action from this mm-hmm. if I had to think about what is it that makes you feel like you have been successful and and Felicia's husband Reggie has been someone for Colton that has helped him through his transition Mm -hmm. with athletics and I listen to him and the things that he talks about with goals Mm -hmm. and then I think about my life every part of my life I've had some type of goal Mm. it doesn't have to be a goal to make a million dollars it can be a goal to be at a certain point and how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that what we often forget as moms is that our goal is about always our kids. Mm-hmm. And we have to self-reflect 
every few years to say mm -hmm. what is it that we want and set realistic yeah. goals for ourselves. Yeah. Exactly. And not be absolutely each year we're changing. That's right. good. Things in life change, so Right. Right. Yeah. For sure. We have to have a, a goal. Yeah. And we have to be okay with whatever it is. And for some people it, it's something as simple as being present, mm -hmm. you know, working on being present with their kids, and for others, it's mm -hmm. sort of looking at the next part of life, right? And understanding that there is going to be different set parts of life, you mm -hmm. know, I, things change. Mm -hmm. um, has taught us to like improvise. Yeah, you have right. to be flexible. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To a lot of new things, like right, right, absolutely. And do something about it. Like right. I, I just say, if you are lonely, you we've got to find an act. Well, let me back up and say, this world is a world of opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. And we have everything and anything that we need, or we can create it. Mm -hmm. And so we've been blessed with exactly. the fact to say, if you're lonely, there's plenty of groups, there's plenty of online stuff. Yeah. There's so much now that people can reach out and find sort of the validation or mm -hmm. the advice that they need. Yeah. Um, if it is that you want to take something on at 60 years old that you've mm -hmm. never done, by all means, I would encourage anybody to do it and never to say that you're too old yeah. or that you don't have time. Right. You right. You sort of figure it out, right? Right. For sure. I think if you can be a mom, you can be anything. Mom, being a mom is most definitely the hardest part, the hardest job I've ever had. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've only been a mom for six years, and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and it gets different, and everybody says, well, does it get easier? And I never understood when people said, well, you'll never sleep again. Well, honestly, you won't. <laughs> but, but it's different. Yeah. Like it's it's not when they're little you're not sleeping because you're awake and having mm -hmm. to feed. Mm -hmm. When they're in their sort of next phase of life, you're not sleeping because they're waking you up because they have to go to the restroom mm -hmm. or whatever, or they're sick. Then you begin to just worry. Mm -hmm. Like I worry, I'm just a worrier. Yeah. Um, that never goes away. It mm -hmm. never. It My daughter is 21, but it's 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 rewarding at the at the same time now looking back like the things that I did instill in her as a young age like I'm I'm seeing that now mm -hmm. right so yeah. It's, it's yeah it, it, it's very rewarding yeah. but it, it's also very it's it's tired it's tiresome someone told me the other day in athletics you will have the greatest joy and the greatest pain Mm. But you can't really experience that joy mm -hmm. until you've really felt the pain. Yeah. Because you know that everything that your child goes through, you take it worse than they do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? You take it harder. You do. Yeah. Colton tells me all of the time, you exaggerate <laughs> so much. <laughs> We because we take it on. We know more about actually what it means, right? And they probably won't understand that until, until they have kids. Yep, that's right. They exactly. won't. But that's yep. what he says to me. I don't know why you ever exaggerate like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yes. 
it. Okay. Perfect. Well, uh, Michelle, it's been a great conversation. Um, I know that I took something from it for sure, and that's basically to release what it is that we can't control, even as much as we try to like keep it in our hands. We have to just release it, whether that's um, you know being a mom or personally or you know whatever the case may be. So I know that that encouraged me. I know it's going to encourage those that are listening. Um, before we wrap up and close, do you have any kind of like last comments or last like motivational piece of advice you want to give to a mom out there? Well, when you just said release it and mm-hmm. just understanding that we don't have to have control, you know, the, my, my sort of last thought is um, don't accept that things have to be the way they are if, if you don't feel good or if you're not happy with something. Um, after I had Colton, I had a, my migraines kicked in to full speed, and I would go sometimes a month where a week I was taking, I was like almost bedridden because of it. Mm. Um, and I kept thinking, well, it's just a headache. Well, I since then, and I lived with that for like six months because I was just like, well, there's nobody that's going to be able to do anything for that, right? Mm-hmm. And it impacts your family. But we have, again, we're in a world that anything can be fixed, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think as you think about releasing and you think about those things that are, you have to understand what it is that's blocking or prohibiting you to release. Mm -hmm. And then look for a solution to Mm. that, right? That it's not, you don't have to accept anything, Mm -hmm. nothing. We don't have to accept anything. Right. You don't have to accept being in a, a relationship that's not right for you. You don't have to accept a, a certain way that you feel. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say release, identify the problem, and make your own solution. Mm. Because at the end of the day, nobody is going to take care of you but you. Yes. And it may not even be your kid, right? (laughs) So you have to make sure that you take care of yourself. That's good. And you don't feel guilty. I have a best friend who used to tell me every time I'd try to, like, I'd have a night away. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm missing him. I wonder if he's doing this or I wonder if Mm -hmm. he's doing that. And are they giving him this? And she'd be like, Michelle calm like you gotta stop you gotta take care of yourself it's perfectly okay for you to go do whatever you need to do yes so that's the other piece of advice take your time take your break and don't worry okay there you go it'll all be there the next day (laughs) you'll come home yeah and then and then you you wake up after you do everything for your kids and then all of a sudden they come in and and i said Colton said i really i really hate for you to be gone mom like oh that is so sweet what what do you miss most mm-hmm. you serve me <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go so there you go there you go <laughs> oh my goodness yes 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 well once again thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the mom chronicles podcast i am one of your hosts gianni And we thank Michelle for just having a conversation with us. We can't wait to hear what you think about the episode. Until next time, uh, thanks for tuning in.